Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Ten o'clock hour, our open home hour. Open to you, the Arizona homeowner. Whatever you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. One triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions can be sent to four one one nine two three, or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse dot com. Our thirty third year of broadcasting this program and a lot more Arizona homeowners to talk to now than there were before and that's not changing. Fulton Homes secures more than 5,200 lots for future Arizona communities. Homeowner closes on 250 acres along Loop 303 corridor in Glendale. Pulte Homes and Taylor Morrison join up in a $1.5 billion purchase. Uh, and we were talking about it um, Amanda drove to Wilcox yesterday for the junior high high school rodeo and with the girls. And they said Tucson took forever to drive through their construction going on and then on the highways. But said, you know, coming in Marana to Tucson, you don't even feel like there's a separation no. anymore there. No. Uh, then south, you know, going past Vail. There was a, a homeowner. Uh, there's the San Pedro River down as you get towards Benson. There's a builder trying to get a permit there that keeps going back and forth with the water permit issue. And uh, they've got some endangered frog now that they're using to block the permit being issued. But, you know, I'm sure there'll be a combat back against that. And it's just no no shortage of new residents coming to the state of Arizona. So if you're a native or you're new to the state, welcome. We are a free to you, the Arizona Homeowner Call and Talk program on Saturday mornings, whatever station you're listening to, KGVY out of Green Valley, KNST out of Tucson, KTAR in Phoenix, Calf Country out of Flagstaff. It's one universal number you can call into, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. We also answer that call, that phone number during the week at our offices to take questions about whatever you want to know, your home, castle, or cabin, whether it's a uh, question on how to do something yourself or where to find the right type of uh, building product if you're looking to do repairs yourself or you need a contractor referral. We have contractors that have all gone through the same screening process uh, and they're all held to the same five-year uh, quality uh, standard complaint resolution policy, code of ethics that they all sign and adhere to. And we use a third party, the Guild Quality, to do our surveys and reviews. You can go to another referral network or Yelp or Google, and you can see these reviews. Well, those are all through those platforms. Our reviews are through a third party, so we can't manipulate them or push just positive referrals to the top or hide feedback reviews that we don't like. You know, that's all done through the guild quality, completely third party, hands off, and all of our guys are still five stars. So it's the safest place you can go as an Arizona homeowner when you're looking for a contractor to come do work at your home, whatever the case may be. And then we have a free home maintenance calendar, a physical calendar that you hang up on your wall. 
or on a magnet on your refrigerator. And our 2022 calendars are in the office. I've actually got one here in my hand as well. And we're going to be mailing these after Thanksgiving. If you've asked for a calendar in the past, you're still on that mailing list, so you'll get one. You don't need to re-request um, a calendar. And we'd ask, actually, that you would not re-request unless you have a new address because that just takes additional time filtering through that, oh, no. Mary Jane's already on the mailing list at that address. Don't need to add her. Um, and we will send that out to you. And we'll keep you on the mailing list until you ask to be taken off. And every year, <coughs> you'll get the calendar. And it goes through topics that we'll be covering each month. Um, it breaks out what we're going to be talking about in our 8 o'clock hour. Uh, when we do landscape gardening, we call it our outdoor living hour. It'll talk through topics that uh, we cover in our weekly to-do, which we do usually in the third break of this hour, tackles one area of maintenance around your home. And then our partners have promotional offers that they put in there as well. For example, right now in November, uh, our, we've got Pella Windows and Doors offering uh, $250 off each qualifying window and $5 off qualifying doors. Sherwin-Williams Color Snap, it's got a QR code. You can go on there and schedule a color consultant. I'm actually in the process of this right now because when we're done installing the windows on our home, we're going to go right behind it and get a slap a brand new paint job on the entire exterior. So we're working with their color consultant on color choices. And then Fox Valley Electric and Solar is 10% off any completed service. So if you've got an electric service need uh, between now and the end of the year, although I wouldn't wait till the end of the year because uh, every contractor out there is busy, but call now and schedule. If you've got something electrical done on your home, you can pull that 10% off uh, coupon out of your calendar and use that and save yourself a little money on the repairs for your home. So those are a few of the things we do here at Rosie on the House for you, the Arizona homeowner. And our website, rosieonthehouse.com. That's Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, masculine spelling, R-O-S-I-E, onthehouse.com. Hey, we are still getting phone calls from yes. people who would like um, projects done by, we had one this week that wanted it done by Thanksgiving. And then, and some people still hoping to get projects done by Christmas. There was somebody that even had the nerve to say, well, can you call your other clients and reschedule them so you can fit me in? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, I don't even want to work for you now. Oh. That's think, your attitude. Well, it is, it is the new normal. But we, you know, sometimes you think, well, maybe it's a small enough job. We had a caller this week who wanted to know if it was possible to get a sunken living room filled in. And if you are one of the newer Arizona homeowners, you may not realize a lot of the older homes had a sunken living room. It was The whole living room was sunk down. How deep, Rosie? Like four inches, five inches? Well, ge generally it was a, a step, you know, but, there, but some of them went two steps. So you're going to be four to eight inches deep. Okay. So uh, that's a little more complicated than just throwing some concrete in a hole, right? So is that something that could possibly be done for, by Christmas or should they, what, what is involved in how, what, when should they plan on having that done? Well, when they're asking about filling in that space and making all the floor one level, one option they're always considering is can I just take some two by 12s and uh, cut them to fit, stack them, on the bottom of the living room floor 
apply plywood to the top of that and let that be my new floor. No, absolutely not. You cannot do that. You cannot fur up your sunken living room floor. You're putting wood down below um, the stem wall, which makes it extremely conditions conducive for termite infestation. So the right way to do that, as a matter of fact, when we built those originally back in the 70s and the 80s, we would pour the uh, bottom of the living room floor first, then we'd back up and form out the rest and then pour back to it and have the steps built in. And then as you leave the dining room to step off into the living room, you want the sheetrock to go down to the floor level. You don't want it staying eight inches above the floor, right? So you've got your furring strips attached or your framing members attached that are going down below the stem wall height. All of that has to be cut out and removed. All that sheetrock has to be cut out and removed. The carpeting, which generally was what's down there, has to be pulled up. The tack strips have to be pulled up. It's visually inspect the concrete slab itself and determine whether or not we've got any excessive cracking. There is a control joint around the entire sunken living room where it ties into the rest of the house. That again, that joint is an extreme conditions conducive for termite infestation. So any crack in the floor gets termite treated. The perimeter of the living room floor gets treated. All lumber, drywall, baseboard gets removed. We come in and we lay on about three and a half or four inches of ABC, which is exactly what we put on the ground before we pour concrete. We actually then tie the new slab to the existing slab by coring into the old slab and anchoring with epoxy some rebar sticks. And we stick those about every four foot, tying the new slab to the old slab. Then that ABC is termite pretreated, and then the concrete is poured. So at that point, you've got the floor level back at the height that you want it. There's all kind of little calculations you have to make here as to whether or not you're going to tile it. What are you going to? Are you saving the rest of the floor covering in the rest of the house, or are we going to go all new floor covering all the way throughout? Then we've got to bring the furring strips back down to the new height. We've got to take the electrical receptacles that are now too low to meet code, and they have to be raised up. So there's a lot involved. And when I give people estimates for this project, um, they're generally surprised at what the number is. Uh, but, you know, we've been doing this for 50 years. And once, about 37 years ago, one person said, well, that's less than I thought. <laughs> And, that, and, that, and in 50 years of remodeling, I've only heard that once. Uh, to do it and do it right, any project you're trying to tackle requires a lot of steps. And I'm assuming, obviously, this, this takes a permit. It does. And how long are permits out right now? They still that permit. That hard. permit in the towns we're familiar with, you can actually get uh, online right away. Oh, great. So okay. the permits aren't a dilemma in that particular scope of work. But when I tell people, you know, that can, that can run you, measure your living room, and that can run you anywhere between 20 and $40 a square foot. Um, there's a lot of gasping that goes on, but it eliminates that step. It brings everything up to date. It, it does a great job 
for bringing your home up to date. 1-888-767-4348. That's one rosie for you. Or text questions, 411-923. We did have somebody texting and asking for a referral. One thing that you can get benefit-wise when you go to our website is you're not getting data mined. We don't have... A requirement where you put in your name and your phone number and your address before we give you anything. Our search engine, we ask you for a city or a zip code because uh, we are statewide. A lot of our guys do have travel. You know, it might be county, it might be city, it might be you know interstate. We've got some guys that go west of I-17, some that won't go east of I-17. So we'll put in a zip code to help you get location-wise closest to the contractors that service your area. But, you know, that's nothing that is recorded or kept. Uh, Your web browser might remember it if you come back a a day or two later. But, you know, you're not data mined and you're not asked for any elaborate information or data collected. So if you're texting in and asking for a referral, just that's a long way to say, just include the zip code so we know where to start looking for that contractor to service what it is you're looking to get done at your home, castle, or cabin. Y'all love talking aging and place. This Monday in the Wall Street Journal's Wealth Management Report talked about retirees forever homes and then selling them. You know, we do have, we're constantly ranked in one of the top retirement communities and as well as uh, uh, destinations, I should say, not community, but destination. We've got a lot of different retirement communities, you know, all over the state and Green Valley's uh, the fastest growing one. And, but they're, they're talking about this one couple, they used an example, the Brown family. They're on their third forever home in five years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you know, they might have made That's money. expensive. <laughs> Ouch. Know, they made money the first one they sold because they'd been in a long time and had a lot of accrued equity. But, you know, real estate prices have just been going up the last five years, and now they keep moving around. And uh, some of the things to consider that they were running into is they, they didn't realize how fast their priorities change after retirement um you know one instance they didn't realize how much they missed their family and so then they moved back and then um another instance just how much they did not like the neighborhood they moved into the people not necessarily the home or the setting but they they couldn't stand the the neighbors that they had and then there was another one that they downsized and it still wasn't small enough you, know, you don't realize how much you don't need uh when you're downsizing well, so it was a, a very interesting article to think through if you're looking for that forever home to move to to downsize uh that was from monday you can i'm sure look it up online but there was a a lot of great stuff to think about there that you know never having to do that myself i would not have thought of well i think probably you had this thought in your mind oh i can't wait till you know and you have this all built up in your head we had some friends who did it right they they had lived in a beautiful big home, big, big yard. They thought they would love the downtown lifestyle where you, you know, you live downtown and walk out at night and do things and see people. And they were, they rented, thankfully, because after about six months, they're like, give us ah. some property. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're done with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Been there, done that. No, no need to continue. And For the hashtag this week, we were talking about what you could do yourself. And the question was, can I replace a shower head? 
myself. And I will tell you, homeowners, that yes, you can, but you need to be very careful depending on the age of your house. The pipe that comes out of the wall is called the neck, okay? And you're going to want to take that neck and protect it, but make sure when you put your vice grips on it, it doesn't turn. Because depending on how long it's been since you've changed shower heads, when you start twisting the shower head off of the neck, you want to make sure the joint breaks where the neck meets the head, not where the neck meets the joint back inside the wall. So if you're trying to force the, the shower head off and the entire neck turns, you're actually breaking the joint back in the wall, potentially causing a huge problem. So I would tell you, make it a two-person job to be safe. Wrap the neck with a towel, get a pair of channel locks or vice grips, and have the stronger person hold that neck absolutely immovable. Have the second person then take channel locks and loosen the shower head itself. Make sure the neck doesn't spin at all. If it does, you could be creating a leak inside the wall that you'll never know or see. If you untwist it, just a fraction of a turn, and then you have to twist it back to line it back up in place, you've probably busted 30 or 40 years worth of rust and calcium in that joint that was probably holding it watertight. And now it could find an opportunity to begin linking. So yes, shower heads can be done by yourself. They can, they are a good do-it-yourself project. They even have some now that uh, come with speakers that you can jump in the shower and have your Bluetooth play your favorite songs while you're in the morning shower. That's all very much a doable do-it-yourself project. Just protect the neck <laughs> protect the neck and that's the neck the pipe that sticks out of the wall supporting the shower head if you can keep that from spinning you'll be good once you get your old shower head off you take a little teflon tape wrap it on the threads of the neck that's coming out screw your new head back on turn the hose on turn the faucet on make sure you're not leaking back up and around that joint I would even tell you to put your ear up against the wall. Make sure you aren't hearing anything leaking back behind the wall, and then you'll be all set to go. When we get back, we're going to be talking about, we've been talking about getting ready for the holidays. Getting ready for the holidays in Arizona also means getting ready for winter rains. Monsoon season is the only time you need to be worried about your roof. beautiful day to take advantage of Arizona as Sanderson Ford country. Absolutely a beautiful weekend, a beautiful time of year to get out there and let that Sanderson Ford breathe this beautiful fall air. And I tell you what, Ford has been grabbing the headlines for over a year now. The Mach-E came in like a roaring lion and the new F-150s and the new Raptors and the Ranger and the Maverick. I mean, the last headline on the Maverick, just it. these cars are commanding the headlines. Every industry expert has the same thing to say. They're an incredible lineup of cars. And if you are in the market for looking for a car, you got to take a look. 
at the number one Ford dealership in America. It's right here in Arizona. It's in Glendale. It's Sanderson Ford. It's been there over 66 years on 64 acres, treated like family. Every time you go and walk up and take a look, just open a door and just smell that new car. Or they also have nice used car selection as well, all certified. You'll be treated like family. You'll never, ever feel like you're being rushed, hassled, or harried into a decision that makes you uncomfortable. Sanderson Ford, it's where the Romeros have been buying for 40 years. It's where you should be buying today and forever into the future. Sanderson Ford in Glendale, 51st Avenue, just south of Glendale at Maryland. Open Monday through Saturday, always closed on Sunday. The most award-winning Ford dealership in the entire country, Sanderson Ford. And they do it all with 52 days less than their competitor, never open on Sunday. And I say 52, if Easter's not on a Sunday or Christmas is not on a Sunday, they're closed those days too. So there's a reason they're number one and when they still shut themselves short on days to be in that competition. We have our weekly to-do that we cover right here. We talked about all the things at the beginning of the hour that Rosie on the House does. Another thing we offer is our home maintenance app, rosieonthehouse.com slash app. We'll get you the uh, redirected to the HomeZada portal where you can schedule complete maintenance tasks, assign it to different people, different companies, and track all of the regular maintenance that you do on your home. And it'll have reminders if this is a reoccurring task, whether it's weekly or monthly, like your air filters that need to be changed monthly, or if it's a once every five years, like today, we're talking about checking for roof leaks. You know, if you have a new roof uh, that's been under five years old, you shouldn't have to be up there checking for leaks. You know. And in fact, a lot of these roofing warranties come with up to 50-year warranties now. And we've got Rhonda Lanou of Lions Roofing joining us in studio. And before we start talking, Rhonda, about uh, roof leaks, you want to talk about the roofing industry. Uh, all, all industries have uh, have their share of challenges this unique time. Yes, and roofing is one of them. Um, I just wanted to talk about, uh, Romy, the uh, supply chain. And yes, it's affected us as well, um, particularly with tile. It's more evident in tile. Uh, a lot of homes have tile that are on there 20, 30 years already. Well, a lot of the companies back in the recession of 2007, 2008, or a few companies went out of business. So the tiles that are on those roofs have had to be completely replaced because there were no uh, repairs or tiles to match repairs to be done. Um, there's two types of tile roofing uh, jobs that we could do. We could do what's called an R&R, where we utilize most of your existing tile, and maybe about 10% of the tile would need to be replaced. Uh, the other option is completely new tile. Well, in the tile R&R, that's generally... And tile's probably 65 70% of... The rooftops out there, maybe 80%. Oh, in Arizona, <laughs> for sure. 
And um, the tile R&R is uh, basically the way to go if you have a tile roof. You have about maybe 10, 15% of your tiles that can't be reused. What we do is take the tile off, put down new underlayment, which is actually your protection, replace the tile. And most companies had boneyards. So we had pallets and pallets of tiles in our boneyards, and we would use those tiles to match to the existing tiles when we we needed to add that 10 to 15 percent. Well, those tiles have been almost but depleted. And uh, that's for our company. Uh, people I've talked to, other companies are in the same position. So therefore, when you get a tile R&R, you don't have many options to replace the tile with tile that looks like the rest of your roof. So what's unfortunately happening is people who would prefer a tile R&R are finding that they're going to have a checkerboard roof and they're having to purchase new tile roofs completely because we can't fill in all the gaps of all the tile roofs that are out there. And, and then purchasing the new tile has its challenge. That's where we were going. Um, purchasing tile, uh, everybody everybody hears about the supply chain, and the most difficult part is getting tile from the manufacturers, who are having labor issues as well. Then we have transport issues with the trucking and bringing everything over. So we are experiencing significant delays in receiving the materials that we need regarding to tile. Mm. And that's all to say to set the expectation to the homeowner if they've got an aged tile roof, you may not have a leak now, but at the point you get a leak, in a perfect situation two years ago um, after rain, you know, all roofers get backed up, but you're three, four month log. You may be starting with a three month log with no rain right now, just getting all of that waiting on everything to come in. Yes, these winter, uh, or I should say summer rains... Uh, really put a backlog into the industry completely. And um, unfortunately, the wait time is very long because of the ongoing labor issues that not only our state had, but after the pandemic, it it got even worse. And the labor issues, uh, we don't subcontract. And we hire our employees. And we want the best job on the roof at the time it's done. So So in order to do that, we use our employees and we have, as you mentioned, a two to three month backlog. And it's even worse in Tucson. So for Tucson listeners, um, we're, we're, you know, backlogged four to five months at least, at the least. Wow. And at what age of a roof should somebody start considering, uh, you know, I, I need to be looking at getting an estimate, I need to be prepared for this, whether I'm going to have cash out of savings that I'm going to do this, do I need to pull equity out of the house to do this? A lot of uh, home home improvement services offer financing now on big ticket items where that was never a thing 20 years ago. Uh, Pella has financing, I know Lion Roofing has financing, air conditioning through the manufacturing uh, has finances on these big ticket items that, you know, where 20 years ago, uh, air conditioner was $5,000 and they're (laughs) $35,000 now. (laughs) I hope not that much. 
Um, I would generally say a rule of thumb for any roof type is going to be about 20, 25 years. And of course, that depends on the type of roof that you had. Um, unfortunately, with uh, new homes, when you have new homes, you purchase a new home, the quality of materials may not be the same as you would purchase. So a uh, rule of thumb is 20, 25 years to start looking. Now, uh, if you start seeing visually some areas of concern, for example, on a, a shingle roof, if you see some of your shingles curling up or you see granules, you know, being uh, scattered all over your yard during a rain, tile roofs, you see some chips or some cracks, um, you really need to pay attention, even if it might be 10 or 15 years. So 20 years is the rule of thumb, but if you see visually see something, and of course, if you have a leak, you need to call and uh, get that inspected. And what are some of those visual things as a homeowner? I can go out to my front curb and stand at the back of my property line and look at my roof line and what, what am I looking for? You're looking for um, unevenness in areas. You're looking for, if you have a shingle roof, you're looking for uh, the ends of the shingles to be curled up a little bit, or you see maybe some separation in the layers of the shingles, or you see granules if it rains and granules continue coming down. Where the water puddles, where it falls off the roof, there's a different color of rocks right there you've never noticed. That's all your granules off the shingles getting washed off. Yes, great to put in your craft box. <laughs> <laughs> Repurpose. <laughs> Repurpose. Um, with tile roofs, you want to look for um, cracks, tiles that have moved out of place. If you have chinking, which is the concrete in inside the tile. Which, in my opinion, is probably the prettiest roof. Oh, it but, is. But one I would favorite. never personally own. <laughs> I would love to have a, a roof. A you you would do roof. a chink. I would do a chink oh, roof. They are beautiful, but they are. when it comes to like the maintenance of, you know, down the road and and walking on them, I'm like, ah, oh, I, oh. I don't know that I could ever, you know, if I did, it'd be like an accent over a patio um, that an eyebrow that went to coming like out a, over your your windows. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because the chinking, and if you have chinking, what you want to look for is cracks in the concrete, or the chinking might be separating from underneath the tile completely. Those are areas of concern, and that's going to potentially lead to a leak. So you need to call somebody. And inside, it's pretty obvious. If you see brown spots on your ceiling, I mean, that's... Absolutely. If, if you're leaking... There's nothing else that could be... I mean, it could be an air conditioning condensate leaking, but it's definitely water. Oh, we just had a situation uh, where the roof was... Uh, the ceiling showed areas of brown, like you said, and um, there were pipes in the wall that had a pinhole, I guess plumbing pipes, had a pinhole, and it was a two-story home. And where the pinhole was, was between the first and second story. So the first story was showing ceiling, uh, you know, areas that were compromised, but it was a pipe. It wasn't the roof. So you have to watch out. You you have to know that, you know, water's going to find the easiest way and the, the fastest way to get to wherever it wants to go. And it might not always be the roof. Oh, hang on, Rosie. Your mic's not on. Okay. In Arizona. Um, We've got the two different rains, and in my experience taking calls from homeowners, I'll find much different leak problems 
in the long, slow, soaking January, February, March rains, much different than that driving monsoon rain. You're, you're really looking at two different problems. That's a really good point, the difference in the rains. And yes, we had all that driving rain that was uh, this past monsoon season, which we were fortunate for. Amen. But um, I, think, I think they're saying it's going to be a, a warmer and drier winter. You know, so we'll see. I, and I don't know. I've got a stack of articles on that that actually says we may be in for a huge wet winter. Oh, who knows? I'll be excited for that. <laughs> yeah, every roofer's answer to prayer. Um, but I've got a, a texture that wants to know, okay, so I've got the tile roof and I can't get the tiles. Can I just put a shingle roof on it? Uh, you can't put a shingle roof over your tile, but you can switch to shingles from tile. Right, yeah, take all the... Yeah, take the tile off and, and switch to shingles. You might want to check with your HOA. Ah, there, there are. That was <laughs> That was my yeah. catch on that, that one, too. That might be the killer right there. Now, when you're doing a remove and replace, Rhonda, what underlayment are y'all generally considering as the base that should be considered? And I'll let her answer that after this. We can do a lot of things here at Rosie on the House, but we can't stop the clock. (laughs) Final segment here of Rosie on the House, and we were going to break and I had to cut uh, the conversation short. Rosie had proposed the question, what felt underlayment is popular and that's really your waterproofing agent it's not the shingles on top it's not the tiles underneath it there's black felt paper that's your waterproofing integrity and there's about as many options there Rhonda as there are top roof tile and shingle color selection (laughs) absolutely and um, since, as you said, Romy, the underlayment is the protection of your roof, you want to make sure that even if you go midline uh, tile or shingle, you want to up the grade of your underlayment. Generally, the best underlayment would be a 40-pound double layer where it's overlapped. And that's what we recommend. That's what we do pretty much automatically on all tile jobs. And um, it's, like Romy said, it's your option. But 40-pound double layer is absolutely the way to go for protection. And it extends the life of your warranty as well. And warranties are upwards of 50 years now. If you're going for the top-line product, top name manufacturer that is going to be there in 50 years. <laughs> they literally, <laughs> there's that. some lifetime warranties. Is um, that my lifetime? Is that uh, roof I, lifetime? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. Um, but as far as um, the warranties are concerned, we always offer all customers, no matter what roof type, a good, better, best option. Obviously, the best is going to have the uh, the highest quality underlayment. And even if you go with a good or a better, you can request an upgrade in your underlayment. And I highly suggest that. Quick question, Rhonda. Is there anything in shortage besides the tile? Everything else is plenty? Um, except- well, because of delivery, even the accessories, uh, we were able to get tile in. We weren't able to get the barrel tile or the starter tiles for that tile. You can't start a tile job without the starter tiles. 
So we had to postpone a job even though we had the tile for the roof, but we didn't have some of the accessories that were on back order. And Rhonda, we appreciate you coming in and talking roofing with the Arizona homeowners today. If someone wanted to contact Lions Roofing, how would they do that? You could call us anytime, 602-276-5515, or visit us on the web at www.lionsroofing.com. And your service area? Our service area is the entire Phoenix Metro and Tucson Metro and everything in between. Speaking of everything in between, did you see that Kohler is bringing a 1,000, well, it's part of a 1,000-acre tract called the uh, Pinal County Technology Park. Kohler's taking down 200 of those acres for a million-square-foot plant. Where is that? In between Phoenix and Tucson? Casa Grande. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And Kohler's a good company. Yeah, that was, I know. Products made in America, owned by American family. Uh, right From Polar, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, the, the campus is right there in Wisconsin. It's absolutely beautiful. So landing a deal like that for Pinal County was just huge. That's and just awesome. The article didn't state what they'd be making. I don't know if it's going to be plumbing fixtures, um, Kohler. You know, they're a big co-op partner of Fox Valley Solar and Electric. You know, they do all of their backup generators. They're a generator company as well. You know, we're, you hear us talk constantly about American Maiden. Having that come to Arizona was very exciting. So you, you mentioning of everything between Phoenix and Tucson, you know, Casa Grande, you can, if you just drive on I-10, you really miss it. I mean, you can see houses and rooftops, but you get off and drive around, and I've said it more than once. Every time I'm, I go through there, it just... It feels like opportunity. There is so much there. It is. It's really deceiving from the freeway because you have to get off the freeway and go a couple of miles. But um, the Arizona Roofing Contractors Association used to have the board meetings in uh, Casa Grande in a really cool place uh, so people from Phoenix and Tucson could meet. So Casa Grande is a very cool, quaint, sleepy Maybe not so sleepy. Casa Grande's not, <laughs> not so sleepy anymore. that I think about <laughs> no. it. Yeah. But a very nice place. Yeah. Yes, lots of opportunity there. There, there is, and it's it. And the funny thing is, though, what it doesn't have the opportunity for is radio because you can't get a signal in there to compete with Phoenix or Tucson because the two markets are too close. So the radio choices are either Phoenix or Tucson. So it's like kind of back and forth. I know, but they do have their own local newspaper there. Uh, we publish in it on Thursdays, I think. Our article gets published there. Um, but if you've got questions about your home in Castler Cabin between now and next Saturday that didn't get answered, and for those on hold, don't hang up. We will take your call off the air. Um, but you can reach us during the office at the office on that same number during the week, 888-767-4348. Rosieonthehouse.com is the website. And email info at rosieonthehouse.com. We will respond to the text messages that that did come in during this break, but uh, we do not monitor that outside of this broadcast. So use the email, use the website, use the phone number between now and next Saturday morning.